Hi, and welcome to another episode of Queer, Black, and Awkward. I'm your host, Orion, and if you don't know what's going on in this podcast, what I do is interview different people from the LGBTQ community, and I just have a conversation with them, just ask them a bunch of real and honest questions, and hopefully, you know, someone out there can learn something or gain an inside knowledge on a topic they may not know. So on today's episode, we have Hayden with us, so you can introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Hayden. Um, I'm 26 years old. Uh, identify as a queer trans guy, which is why you invited me on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I came to Toronto about eight years ago, um, and then we connected like I don't know, maybe under two months ago. Yeah. And we just hit it right off. So boom, here we are. Awesome. So also on my show, what we do. You know, to like loosen up the mood, I I <laughs> I ask, what's the mood? What's your mood and color? So my mood right now is relax, relax, and my color is like brown. So you, what's your mood and color? You know, my moods changed since this morning. Uh, so my mood's very relaxed now. I feel in good company. So I just feel really nice and relaxed. And the color, oh, I always feel like red. I always feel red. So that's my color. Interesting. <laughs> red. Okay. So we're going to dive into this. We're going to take it all the way back to pre-tea. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention, uh, this episode is about while you're dating and trans. So my first question to you is, before transitioning, how would you describe your dating life? Okay, we're going right back. <laughs> we're going right back. Uh, okay. Um, mm, I started fooling around uh, when I was 15. Um, so I had two girlfriends in high school, uh, two cis white girlfriends in high school. Uh, so we did that thing for a while. Um, Pre-T, I guess it was, uh, I don't know, everything was it was so underground. Like everything was like secret, top secret. I don't know. It was totally, um, whatever that was, wasn't okay either. So my experiences with that, it was very like, you know, uh, just keep it very, like, on the low and, like, don't tell anyone. Don't tell your friends. You know, it's just between the two of you. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it was, it was good. Met some nice, nice gals. <laughs> <laughs> nice gals. Where are you from? <laughs> nice gals. I'm dead. Okay. Do you have a more specific question with that? or <clears throat> No, whatever comes to your mind, like. So it's pretty. Yeah. So how did you identify before coming out as trans? Good question. <laughs> um, how do I identify? I identified as a soft butch. Um, so just like, you know, I just identified as, as a butch. I didn't identify as really like, oh, like really, you know, stiff and like macho or anything like that. So that's why I threw in the soft in front of it. 
Um, and I identified as uh, like queer. Um, so I've kind of held on to the queer identity for a while, which is kind of nice. Queers allowed me to to just fucking roam wherever I needed to roam, you know what I mean? So I didn't really... Queers uh, saved me having to come out even more times than than what I've already had to come out as. So I always felt pretty cozy in queer because I think I knew in my heart that I was way more queer than I let myself be. You know what I mean? So I was like, no, I know there's more there. So I'm just going to stick right right there. <laughs> Same, honestly. I was like, I'm not a lesbian. I'm not gay. I'm just like queer because that's just like everything and any nothing at the same time since yeah yeah, i feel you so do you think that the way you navigate the dating scene change after you came out as trans and what were the differences it kind of hit me at one point because i was like what would i describe myself as you ever heard of a serial monogamous you know someone just just fucking jumps into a relationship you know Mm. date for a year and then you break up and you fucking date someone else for a year and just like (laughs) yeah it's all good in the hood but you know what i mean (laughs) I'm real sorry. Oh, man. Um, what was the question again? What was I doing that for? So, like, do you think the way that you navigate the dating mm. scene change? Oh, yeah, yeah. Out? Yeah, so anyway, so serial monogamous. So I'd always dated um, cis white girl after cis white girl. And then I was dating someone. And then I kind of, I guess, you know, started taking some steps towards, you know, physically looking the way that I felt I wanted to look. And then uh, that and that relationship ended, and then I found myself single. And then not only did I find myself single, but I found myself a single guy. Right, like for the first time in my life, I was single guy, and that's like a very different territory. <clears throat> so people expect a lot more things out of you. Like I'm fucking five foot one, um, so it's like. Well, if you're in, like, the little hetero breeder world, right, like, every cis girl wants a guy that's taller than her so she can feel, like, you know, really small and feel, like, protected and, like, whatever those insecurities are, right? But, um, so I just feel like that's kind of a disadvantage, so, as whereas, you know, it wouldn't have mattered before. So, like, a little thing like that, but, you know, it's even, like, uh, when you're read as a, as a butch, right, you're you're less threatening, I think, to other, let's say, females or femmes, okay? So if I'm flirting with you, I'm talking with you, you may may be a little bit more responsive to me, right? Or you may let me talk a little bit more, or you may let some things go that are a little bit, you know, like if I'm being a little bit misogynist or being like, you know, too flirty or like inappropriate, you might let them slide because I'm a butch. As opposed to now, you're gonna be like, the fuck, right? You know, like, you know, so I'm, you know what I mean? Like you're, like my humor has to, has to be a little bit more I have to navigate my humor a little bit more just like um yeah it's a little it's a little different it doesn't matter what the fuck it's still an annoying process how about that okay (laughs) I've been single my whole life literally I can say it and mean it I'm not being this is the raw truth (laughs) so I know exactly (laughs) Even so if we're I don't know. What? Step on what? Your single life. Single <laughs> Your life of single. It's non-existent. So My dating life, life is they non-existent. Ask they don't ask you. What's happening? No one asks. No one asks me, and I don't ask anyone. I'm like so shy. Mm. It's like now I'm just like 
I was shy like all around like socially I was so socially awkward so like now I'm like being better at being social but like that's dating that's Uh-oh. like a whole other world it's just like ooh. Mm, you gotta swing that yeah eventually eventually i see i foresee you asking somebody in 2018 i foresee you asking somebody you already asked three people to be on the show that's different it's a show <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good start good practice ask a honey on the show ask a honey on the show that's great good segue do that oh yeah i got a tip i got it <laughs> hey, let's, let's move closer together i feel bad you're trying to like you know try to cater my needs here <laughs> what platform did you use while dating like pre-t wise like did you did you go up to people oh. did you use social media like what did you how what was your techniques and what did you do <clears throat> so pre-t so pre-t i just met people through people so i just dated people um like where I was from, so my town, so the same school. Um, and then when I moved to Toronto, same thing. I just met people like on my residence floor or just like through people. So how did you disclose that you were trans? Like if you were pursuing someone or interested in someone, you know, how did you mention that? Pre-T, I think um, I was identifying as a butch up until whatever. So I really only had to tell one girl that I was you know, like, you know, when we first started talking. So I just expressed like, yeah, whatever, this is what's going on. I don't know. I can't remember if I medically had started a transition or just maybe I'd known I wanted to start. So I expressed that. But every other girl, I was just a butch. So the conversation was irrelevant. Um, so I only only breached it with one one person. And how, how would you say your experience was with that one person? Like, how did you go about it and the reaction? Um, I th- I don't know. I think it was fine. Like, uh, we were, we were coworkers and then I think I hadn't changed my name on my name badge yet. So they called me the name or whatever. That's fine. And then they referred to me as like a woman or something. And I was like, you know, I'm straight up fucking like brutal. If you fuck up, like there's definitely a little bulldog in me. And like when I worked at Sobeys, I was malicious, like just, <laughs> they're like, can I, can I get a sandwich, please, miss? I'd be like, I'm not a, I'm not a girl. They'd be like, oh. And I'd be like, can somebody else, like, do this order? Can somebody else help this person? Because I can't do it, you know? Like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't fucking care at all. Mm-hmm. Off track. Um, so, yeah, I think she said something about being a woman. I just said, the fuck? And looked at her like that. And then she's like, oh. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then so I left her alone for a little while. And then we, you know, that's fine. I got over it, so we, I allowed her to talk to me for a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, I mean, like, she was uh, she was within the queer community, so that's a whole different mm-hmm. conversation. Like, it wasn't, like, a straight breeder I was saying that to. It was, like, somebody in the in the LGBT community identified as, like, bisexual or whatever. So um, much easier of a conversation. Yeah, it's so much easier to have that conversation with someone that's in the community than, like, out of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. So... Did you feel the pressure of fitting into a certain box, like maybe from your own expectations or society's expectation? So you're saying like, like when, while dating. when I started uh, medically transitioning? No, like this is all pre-T. This is all pre-T. So did I feel like I had to be in a box? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like As a butch? Dating, yeah. Um, yeah, like I felt like I had to be a butch and, you know, like... 
identified as soft butch, but I still had to do certain masculine roles. I still had to, you know, uh, <clears throat> just very like blah, blah, blah things. Like I'd rather know how to fix something if they couldn't, right? Uh, something around the house. I'd want to be able to do that or be knowledgeable on that or how to figure it out. Um, and public holding their door open for them. I hate the door being held open for me. So like really cliche, like boring shit. Yeah, like when I identified as like a lesbian. <laughs> I'm, I'm like this conversation is like rubbing, I'm like uh, oh my God. who? I I know <laughs> who is she? Yeah, I don't know who is she. I don't know her. <laughs> I know, but yeah, like even then, like it was non-existent. I would like actively avoid dating because i didn't want it to associate in the category i was like i guess i'm in this category but i'm not really i'm not really feeling this so i'm just gonna distance myself so you just didn't give anyone a chance you just said no call y'all <laughs> really <great>. honestly <laughs> it has its advantages and disadvantages yeah, that's true. That's true. yeah so was there any positive experiences that you've had while dating pre-t and and then you can tell me the negatives i don't i mean yeah lots of positives lots of negatives lots of fights lots of love lots of in between i mean i feel like for me it's it's never been i've never thought and you'll, you'll get this by the tone of my voice. It's not like I've ever thought any of these people I'd be with for the rest of my life. And like still to this day, I'm like, I it, I highly doubt if I meet you tomorrow, like we'll be together forever. It's like probably not going to happen. Right. So I've always just gone through every relationship being like, I'll just take as much from you as I can get. Right. Like we'll just kind of ho- hopefully boost each other up, hopefully be got kind to each other. Um, and so I don't know. I've just taken like from each person I've dated pre T. Um, just, you know, I guess like their reactions to my, um, experimentation with masculinity would have been very pivotal, right? Like their, you know, like how they react to me dressing a certain way or doing or acting certain ways when we're not in public. Right. So like their acceptance or denial of that, that would be kind of like, you know, a positive thing for me. It's like, I feel like I was validated. Like my masculinity was validated. It wasn't like really like shut down by people I was dating. It was more so like celebrated. So I feel like that was, um, that helped me maybe a little bit in the long run, have more confidence there. And what would you say like the, the lessons that you have learned, like while like dating wise, pretty that like, (laughs) that you now like, you know, some lessons that you have learned and you adopt now, like what are the lessons that you have learned like while dating pretty? Making me think today, making me really reflect today. You know, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is substance use. You know what I'm saying? So when you're not comfortable with yourself, you know, you're just not comfortable with yourself, right? And you use different coping mechanisms, right? You go run out for a smoke or you smoke weed or you drink or whatever it might be, right? And uh, you can't hide, hide in that shit forever. Okay, so it's like, if you have to drink or smoke in order to feel okay around this person, you know, in order to feel comfortable or for you two to feel comfortable with each other, that's just a recipe for disaster. You got to reevaluate that really quick. So I would just say, 
Um, it's not like I've had like, you know, had a you know, huge issue in it or anything like that. It's just like, I think a lot of people come like, this is a realistic conversation about substances. Right. And when you're, especially when you're younger and you're, you're figuring yourself out and you're pre-tea or whatever, you know, it's like, you can't hide in that shit. Right. And like, if you're always bringing over like a fucking bottle of wine to each other's place, or there has to be a bottle, there has to be this, or there has to be that. It's kind of like, well, shit, you know, like, I don't know. Um, maybe you're hiding or maybe you're going through something, right? Like, um, so just like allow yourself to explore that and be like, you know what? I really like you, but what's happening right now between us just isn't, isn't healthy. Where, where'd you run to? Do you have a city camera? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it turned off? Yeah, and I have to, it, I have a shitty camera and it records every 20 minutes and then it turns off and it stops automatically. No, it's just so high quality. Like, it can only, yeah. you know, 20 minutes, like this, 20 minutes at a time. So, content. yeah, let's say that. <laughs> so I had to reset the camera. <laughs> now we're back. For me, I didn't, I didn't really learn it. I didn't learn anything because I didn't, I didn't do anything. No I didn't do anything. Did you have, I bet. Did you have virtual loves? You had virtual no. loves. I know you did. I know. No, I did not. Like, on some swear. No. I never, I never had one. A pen pal? Did you write something? No. Like, the only time, like, I attempted to do anything of that nature was, like, <laughs> online. And I was in this, this like, chat room <laughs> kind of game called Zwinky. How did I know this? <laughs> <laughs> and I, pr- on that app, I kid you not, I pretended to be a guy and I had like oh, took these ran- random pictures of like this white dude in like <laughs> snowboarding and whatever and put it in that oh, I yeah, said it was me. <laughs> and then that's like the closest I've ever been, but I've never done, I've never did like so alone. I thought about it, but I never like had the courage to because my self esteem was like really low. Okay, so, y'all, y'all boosted up now, so we took yeah, good. but yeah, it's like exactly snowboarder i know a white snowboarder from like vancouver the white dude with the colored glasses (laughs) oh my gosh so now we're gonna go into when you're on t now i know (laughs) flashbacks what would you say you handle differently versus pre-t versus on t i handle everything differently much differently i'm still a little uh hothead I'm still very hot-headed. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm, 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 I'm very impulsive. Um, but I, I honestly feel like um, when I started tea, I was a little bit, you know, everyone says like, oh, the roid rage, you know, like fucking all this mainstream shit we get in our heads. And I was a little bit concerned about that. But <clears throat> honestly, I was like, once I was on it and I was on a very low dose, I was on like maybe 0.25 to start weekly injections, I felt calm. I felt like 100% calm. You know what I mean? And like, just because you just, you just were on that journey, you're finally on that bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, so I actually feel like it did mellow me out. Um, I'm just always a hothead, but I feel like I handle, um, stress a little bit differently. I'm less like, I feel less, um, panicked. Let's say, you know, when you're like stressed out in a situation, you get those, like the panic feeling. I feel less of that. I feel more like uh, more in control. Um, I feel like I'm my two feet planted a little bit better. Um, I feel like, uh, I still like I'm bubbly and positive and still like extroverted and those things, those qualities are the same, but mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I do feel, I handle a lot of things differently with age and with my medical transition. 
What would you say in your dating life that you, maybe one thing that you can point out that you handle differently now versus then? We'd have to get some lovers on this fucking show, you know, because they're going to hear it. That's going to be like, this shit is all wrong. You know, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, <laughs> I wish <laughs> there's really not much to say because I didn't go out with anyone. <laughs> So my input is not existing. Ask me some really like introspective questions. What has changed? Yeah, this is really deep, guys. Um, Yeah, like in this. Oh fuck! I'm like in outer space. (laughs) How have I changed? I'm less willing to try. Um, maybe that's a little bit of age and being cynical. Like it could also be uh, just a forewarning. So I don't have to keep saying that. It's just like, it could be a combination of things, right? So I don't have to keep repeating myself. It might be tea. It might be a combination of things. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I try as hard. Um, everything's temporary. Everything in the city, nobody goes out, nobody dates. We're all just hanging out or something. I don't even know. Maybe hanging out is too official. I don't know. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. (laughs) That's a hard one. I I haven't dated um, enough people, I don't think, to really know mm-hmm. the difference. Maybe if someone else comes in my life. <laughs> I'll tell you, but like, I don't know. It's, I don't think I've really dated enough to really give you a solid answer. Do you think that your sexuality shifted or changed while transitioning? Yeah. And if so, how did you notice the changes talk, in your yeah, dating let's life? Let's talk about this. Okay, so I'm, you know, I've always dated cis white women growing up, okay? I'm very attracted to femmes, okay? So feminine energy and, like, lipstick, heels, or just that persona, right? That mm-hmm. alpha female. I like that. Um, so I never really thought that I'd ever date or sleep, sleep with really any other body than that. Um, and then I had heard about these... Uh, trans guys, trans folks, and just whatever, you know, like on either end of the spectrum. And then once the hormones and things start changing and their life starts changing a little bit, they start crisscrossing and then things get a little bit muddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I'm like, I think I knew it in my heart of hearts. And that's also why I identified as queer because I fucking knew in my heart of hearts. I'm like, right, I know there's a little wiggle room. And I also came to a real point of like frustration because at one point I remember thinking I was going through Instagram and then I was like, is every fucking trans guy gay? That's obviously, you know, obviously an internal struggle, people. You know what I mean? When people react like that, you just got to put that mirror up, okay? So I was, like, very mad. And I was like, when I asked, I was like, why am I getting so mad that all of these trans guys are gay? Like, what, how is it impacting my life at all? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, I need, need to reassess the anger a little bit. So obviously, I was a little bit angry with myself for being attracted to bodies that were not just female. Um, so I, I definitely feel like, yeah, as I've gone... And started my hormone journey because, yeah, I mean, I had a full hysterectomy as too as well, right? So I don't have any estrogen in my body. So I like boom, like cut the supply of estrogen that like left the body and then like pumped it with testosterone, but not really pumped it because I started slow. But you know what I mean? So like my hormones took a huge fucking turn. So yeah, my my sexuality definitely changed and shifted and morphed. And I'm really happy that I wasn't like, I'm a fucking breeder now. You know what I mean? Like I was like, no, I can explore that a little bit. And also... What the fuck? Like, I don't want to be with someone who's, like, gay, straight, or this or that. Like, I want to be with someone who's queer or poly or open. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that, too. So I, I that's just how I, 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 honestly, I feel like I've just, like, matured past the point of maybe I've, like, qualms with my own junk. But I feel like I've matured past the point of somebody else's genitals. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Because I can work with anything. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anything. come on, put it on the plate. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Really, though, yeah. if you got it, I can work with it. So I've definitely, I'm so happy. And in the last year, I've definitely I've challenged myself and, and tried a, a lot of different um, things out. Um, so it's definitely been, this year's, 2017 was like a year of exploration. So for sure, it's mm-hmm. gone off the charts. Good, good luck, my friend. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, I know. How do you identify now? And how did you identify like pre-T? So like, were you always queer or? So pre-T, I identified as gay. Um, and then, uh, and then later on pre-T, I identif- started using queer and gay and now identify as queer. What would you say that now that you pass as what society deems as passable? (laughs) Yes, now that you pass, is there any issues or insecurities that you face dating men and women, cisgender, not cisgender, whatever, gender, (laughs) all that? Um, You know, how much time do we have? How much time do we really have on this podcast? That's the question now. Um, I think, you know, I was, it, was, it was funny because I was like busting up here and I was like, I wonder if you're going to ask me something about passing. And it's like, to me, it's like such a weird fucking concept. It's like, you know, like, yeah, definitely when I look in the mirror, I finally say something that doesn't like make me want to like, it's not like nails on the chalkboard. I'm like able to look in mirrors now. I'm not like actively avoiding them or like blah, blah, blah. Um so I definitely feel a lot better about myself so now that I've medically transitioned and, and I'm on that journey. Like, I definitely feel better about myself. But I definitely feel like, yeah, like, this question is so relevant to me. And especially since I, like, I've ended something with a lover a little while ago. Um, and so I'm just <clears throat> settling into, like, single, really singleness and whatever. I'm not really, like, dating around or anything at all. Um, so I'm kind of thinking about these questions more. And it's just like, yeah, I just feel like, oh, I, I kind of actually feel like I've hit a point of, like, fuck, I actually don't want to be with anyone right now. Like, and this is the first time in my life I've always been like, yeah, I should be single. Yeah, whatever, growth. You know, like, whatever. But now I feel like at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm way too insecure. Um, I'm way too insecure about certain things. Um, and how people just date in the city. It's just so casual and, like blah 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 and it's like you know what like if I'm like really confident in myself and my two feet are on the ground and like I know myself and I can own myself and I know you then like for sure I can be comfortable with you having more lovers and like whatever about your past lovers maybe or or whatever right just like I can be more comfortable about you and us and your past and everything right but I just feel like I'm way too insecure at this point like I'd like to be with someone of course but um, I just feel like my height, honestly, is my, I feel like that's always going to hold me back. And, and, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, like, shut up, like, it's fine, you know, but it's like, it's actually, unless you're this height, you don't know how people treat yeah. you. So unless you're, you're, unless you're this height, right, you will never know what it's like, how men and women and everybody in between treats you, right? So unless you're that height, then we can have a conversation about it. Um, but I feel like it, it's just like, it really brings me down. I just feel like. I don't know. Oh my god! I just I hate the I hate how how, how tall tall I am. Oh, out of everything, it's my height. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that really holds me back in dating. I feel like a lot of people just totally 
swipe me yeah. just because of that like boom instantly nope yeah it's it's weird though because like before like pre-tease like when you're short is like oh wow that's the greatest thing ever yeah, and then when yeah. you're tall is like no one wants to date you yeah. and then you do the switch and then it's just like oh okay this is the other player. side of the coin yeah yeah that's so true it's it's interesting to see how society like views you know certain characteristics on a man and on a woman yeah. it's interesting yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know how many questions you got there you probably have it. are we gonna talk about interracial dating at one point yeah is that in the lineup? Okay. that's what i was just about I, to I, ask I, now I like you're warming up no i know so i was just about to ask like my next question is you know, so it seems like you've dated across like the board while dating these different people, shapes, sizes, color, etc., what's the lesson that you've learned, you know, like from like dating, for example, like a different race or, you know, like a cis person versus, you know, a cis black person? Um, I think, you know, there other than a lot of kind of like maybe societal kind of bullshit that comes with it, it. Other than that, let's just talk about like. You can you can have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> like like when you date someone who's different than you, you can have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. And you can actually learn a lot about the fucking world. Like I've I've <clears throat> for example, I've never been on a plane. Okay? I've only been here and I've been to the states. So I'm not I've never been anywhere in the world. But, you know, I've dated people who have taught me like everything about wherever they're from. You know what I mean? Like you could just like and I've taught them things about being trans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like and there's a whole different layer of humor that's on it too. Like you can just tease each other and just like, there's just a, a whole different, I don't know. It, it is, it's just, it's definitely different than, yeah, dating another white person. And, uh, and there's a couple, yeah, there's definitely some fucking quirky and cool like layers that come with it. Yeah. I, I think I've, I think I've definitely grown as a person because of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So what would you say that like, what made you do you know like the characteristics or something that you know you've gained while dating outside of your race or you know outside of what's deemed like normal you know exploring your sexuality yeah um i mean hopefully i'm a little bit uh (laughs) better in how i speak you know like hopefully i'm a little more conscious of when i'm in spaces and you know how I conduct myself and just like you know like you just you just learn what's appropriate what's not appropriate you know what I mean like when you fucking open your mouth what are you gonna fucking say who is around you where are you you know what I mean like I think that's a good fucking life lesson um I I feel like it's always I'm always so like high strung but I feel like you learn to relax a little bit mm-hmm. you know because they bring very different experiences from wherever they're from so it's very good to just wherever you're, whatever you struggle you're going through, right? Like we all have struggle. It's just a different struggle, yeah. right? So I think it is good for me to remember that in within my trans journey that there's very, you know, there's always different struggles. We're all struggling, but there's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to kind of zoom out and then ap- apply what you're thinking into other circumstances. You know what I mean? Just to, just to help kind of figure it out. Because I would say it would it would be like, you know, very different when you're, when you the moment you go out of your race or out of maybe something you're used to your whole life and then you try something else and you're like, Oh whoa, okay. Yeah, dip your toes in. Yeah, and you're like, Oh, that's interesting. Like, you guys, you know, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that life. <clears throat> you know, I honestly, I thought, I, I thought I'd never date anyone other than a white person. Okay, because no one, no one talked to me. Like you know, like I was from a white town, then I moved to university, and my floor was basically white. My residence floor was, was white, mm-hmm. and I just was just like kept being in all of these white circles or even like hey like i literally thought when i when i moved to toronto this is this is the quote i remember i would dive into a sea of gays and lesbians okay that's what i literally told myself and also in the same respect just dive into diversity but then i came to toronto just kept being surrounded by white breeders and white breed i I was like i don't how do i break i'm in toronto i literally live downtown like young dundas how am I not meeting people? Like, I was just so frustrated. Like, it's so hard. I was thought, and I thought, well, no, no one's ever going to come up to me. So I think it's probably just white for the rest of my life at this point. So um, I'm glad that changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much out there. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so scared when people limit their, themselves. I'm like, why? You, there's so much possibilities out there. It's so saddening. What were your insecurities pre-T and do you still have them? Do you still struggle struggle with them presently? Um, I think pre-T I was just like consumed with being gay. Like how like being consumed as like, oh my, I was still trying to pray it away or like I was in the church or like, you know, I was doing things like that. So like, honestly, it's like when you ask me about me pre-T, I can't speak about it. There was no me. You know what I mean? Like, I was sure I played sports. I went, whatever. My, like, I can tell you certain things I did, but in terms of, like, personality and me, there was just nothing really there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, I just kind of did whatever to kind of just get by. I had, I made it easy on myself, right? Like, I didn't really cut my hair or anything in high school. I didn't do, like, a big coming out first year of high school, anything like that. Um... So insecurities, I think my insecurity was just being gay. It had nothing to do with how I looked because when I when I looked how I looked in the other gender, I was quite good looking. So I didn't really have that. Like I was blessed, you know, my mom's like a babe, my dad's a hunk. Like I was blessed in that sense. Like I didn't have to worry about that. And I was an athlete, so I didn't worry about a lot of those physical attributes. Um, it's only that I've gone into the other side now. I'm seeing you know, literally I got the short end of the stick, right? Like, so now that I'm kind of like, I'm viewed as a guy, I'm kind of seeing where I kind of fall short, literally. Can we use any more? <laughs> puns, puns. Yeah, yeah. Puns for days. Yep. I'm having lots of fun with this, by the way. Yeah, yeah. me too. So I can, we can talk about this subject all day long and I can ask more questions, but we gotta, we gotta wrap it up. What advice would you give anyone that's transitioning, you know, advice on dating? Okay. I don't have any. I cannot help you in this regard. I have no advice. But what is yours? Uh Oh, Uh oh, we got a a fan. Oh, okay. We got to restart that camera, y'all. I think it's really the the most dangerous thing you can do is, is just limit yourself. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, if I could take my own advice, that'd be fucking beautiful. So let's, you know, like, let's start with that. Like, not saying I'm doing this, but something I've learned along the way. It's like, 
You know, I can put words into other people's mouths. I can make assumptions. I can look at you and say, oh, well, you probably like this type of person and you probably want that type of person. I'm not what you're looking for. You know, like that's so date. Why don't you fucking let that person speak? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want people assuming what I like and what I what I don't like or who I, who I am, who I'm not. You know what I mean? So just be very ca- cautious about like what kind of assumptions you're putting on these people. It's like, well, yeah, you're looking at this person. You're assuming they're a fucking breeder. Well, actually, they might be fucking trans too. Like you have no idea about someone. And you know what? I think with me, I'm a pessimist, but like really it does rock my world to know literally I live right downtown, but like how open-minded people are. Like really like yeah. when that person meets someone that they like right now in a general conversation, I'd be like, oh, I'd never do that. But once, you know, if someone meets you, you it's it's just wild how like the chains, they're just like, okay, like, you know, whatever, like kind of like opens their eyes or they're mm-hmm. just into it. So it's like, don't put borders on other people. Don't box, like let them, if they're into you, let them be into you. You know what I mean? And and kind of, I don't know. And, and I, don't, I know a lot of people do online dating, but I can preach that I'm someone who's never done online. And oh, I've had, matter. never, and I've had like 10, I've dated like 10 people or whatever in and around that number just to kind of, because a lot of people think they have to do online. But it's like, I just meet people wherever wherever you know what i mean like at work or like at support group like people want to do that or just like through people so it's like you you don't have to always like stay in the shadows as a trans person okay like you don't have to stay there you can kind of like you put your put your foot forward like it's 2018 like people do know a little bit more than they did put your you know thanks to kylie De- oh, kylie. oh kylie. <laughs> they, ah, they, thanks to all the Car- sorry sorry thank you all to the kardashians we thank you so much sponsored thank you thank you <laughs> season 15 coming out <laughs> yeah thank you so much what's her name again caitlin caitlin, caitlin yeah caitlin yeah. thank you so much um and i think uh, like for me as a trans person to kind of wrap it back into race a little bit too. It's like for me to date, I always use the term breeder for people that know it's like a white heterosexual cisgendered person. I'm sorry, but it's like, I don't know what you've been through. Have you ever felt like a sore thumb? Have you ever stuck out like, you know, in a room? Do you know what it's like to be literally the only person of your kind in a room? Probably not. Like, so, you know, and I think that's why all, what also kind of draws me and my lovers together that aren't white. Even it's just like a kind of a common kind of like, okay, you see the world in a more real way. Okay. Like yeah. maybe you actually have a different lens. It's not the same lens, obviously, but like clearly we're both seeing the world in a little bit of a different way, a little bit of an alternative way and a little bit, hopefully more of an elevated way. Um, so don't be like me. Don't be so hard on yourself if you're short or you're whatever the fuck, you know. Don't be so hard on yourself and and don't um don't box other people in. Let them fucking yeah. let them speak for themselves. That's some great advice. Oh, thanks. Now I gotta take it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have to. To end things off, I ask my guest, what is a queer awkward moment that happened recently in the past? However long ago it was so i can go first at my job recently the recent job (laughs) um 
it was awkward for me at least i don't know about anyone else but they kept gendering me as she and i never said anything but i did say i was transitioning so it felt so awkward for me so that was like a nice a fun time that was such a fun ride i think like they don't know which way you're transitioning exactly don't know what's happening and then i'm black put that on top of that so it's just like oh wow (laughs) a whole world of confusion here that i don't need to deal with (laughs) so yeah (laughs) yeah so your awkward my awkward moment my awkward moment yesterday i was in loblaws trying to get donut Okay, I'm with my friend, my dad, my back is turned. Okay, I'm, I'm a smaller person, I understand that. Get my donut. This fucking person beh- comes behind us. Hey, ladies. I have not been, like, misgendered in a very long time. I keep getting my donut. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, mm-mm, like, you're not gonna fucking shift my mood that's shifting right now. So I turn around. I just look, I can tell that she is not, you know, clearly. She's somewhere else. I just look at her. I look at her, and she, like, tells us about the free meal that she doesn't want us to miss. And then she just excuses herself. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, like, I'm just like, oh, my God. This is, why I, this is why I didn't go into public spaces pre-tea. Now I can just be like, holy fuck. But before, you know, I would have been fucking I would have been fucking sad. You know what I mean? But don't worry. A year can change a lot of shit. That's my awkward moment. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck about the free lunch, okay? I can see that shit right now. I can see the sign. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That's a nice way to end it. So thank you for tuning in in this week's episode. My name's Orion. You can check my podcast out on Facebook at Queer Black and Awkward. On Twitter, Instagram, all Queer Black and Awkward. And YouTube. So thanks for coming on to the show. It was great having you. Queer Black and Awkward.